Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again, it's Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post here in our Concord, North Carolina studios. Usually... We'll go to Ashley Strummy in our Mifflintown, Pennsylvania studios. Ashley's on special assignment. My Tuesday co-host from our digital show, Aaron Evernham, is here. Hello, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Fantastic. Always great to catch up. We get to do it twice now this week because yep. we'll have a regular digital show as well this week. But always great to catch up and great to catch up after the Knoxville Nationals. Kyle Larson. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you what, you and I were just talking before we went on the air. I'm not sure we've ever seen anything like this. I agree. I mean, if you think of all the greats in our in our sport, I'm not sure we've ever seen anyone as talented as Kyle Larson. That's just my opinion, but based off just statistics alone, it's hard to beat him. And diverse. Yeah. I mean, you you, he can run anything. I mean, truly, and he doesn't need to run it a lot either. Well, there that that to me is the key. He doesn't need to run it a lot is the thing that's yeah. the challenge to me. It's crazy. I mean, the late model, he's only run, what, 20-something sprint car races this year, and he goes in and beats Rico, who's winning everything, Donnie Schatz, who's won how many Knoxville Nationals. He just and he made it kind of easy. Yeah. He just, like, set sail. and He just understands yeah. momentum, understands. And, the and thing I of think it, he, he, he always keeps his cool. I mean, I don't know him super well, but I also, yeah. you know, we've spent some time with Jeff Gordon. He talks about the things that are just different about him. Like, he doesn't get excited about anything. He doesn't get mad about anything. He just is like this. Boy, and that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a great quality Keeping everything in check. Great quality to have. It really, truly is. It was his second Knoxville Nationals win. He also won in uh, 2021. Now one of eight drivers to win multiple Knoxville Nationals. David Gravel was the star of the show. I mean, yeah. well, Kyle Larson was the star of the show. David <laughs> Gravel uh, played a good role. We're going to talk with David. What a run from 22nd to 2nd. We always talk about Knoxville, one misstep, one bad qualifying lap, yeah. one bad heat race. Boy, David had his bad heat race, and the rest of the week went upside down. But he made the best of an upside down week, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he certainly recovered well. I mean, other than that year, I think that I was there with Donnie came through the B and ended up winning. It's not often you see someone do that at a place like Knoxville with the competition the way it is to to start almost dead last and and he you know a few more laps he might have given you know kyle a little bit of a run a few for more laps or a timely he, caution yeah. it could have been real interesting it really could have been donnie shots we talk about him donnie was third and love this because a week or so back on our daily show or our, our weekly show we talked to chase randall what a great run what a great prelim night he had oh with my donnie gosh what a great run he had Amazing. with Donnie. mean old big old meanie donnie shots <laughs> took the win away from poor little old chase randall Finished in the 13th spot, the rookie of the race. So good, good stuff from Knoxville, that is for sure. And speaking of good stuff, David Gravel, he joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. We'll talk to David next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of outlaw NOS energy drink sprint cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. 
kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go right to the hotline. Join us via Zoom call. Staying for a day or two in Knoxville, in Iowa. David Gravel joins us. Hello, David. How are you? I'm doing all right. A little tired, exhausted from the week, but uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys? We are well. David, you didn't win the Nationals, so we know there's disappointment in that. Your car ran really, really well. You were the talk of the Nationals. What's your sentiment? What's your what what's your feeling as you uh, as, as as you get the Knoxville Nationals in the rearview mirror and start to point forward? Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, I feel like you missed out on one just because I felt like we had a very fast car all week, and uh, just that heat race was kind of uh, the killer of the whole week. But we were able to rebound and not give up, and you know, salvage an awesome night uh, going twenty second to second. I uh, felt like we battled hard, got a good start, and started passing guys and. Uh, you know, always a little bit of controversy as well, but uh, it's it's part of the fun. But this was a good second. Last year, we let a good bit of laps and, and lost the lead late and lost it. So uh, this was a good second, but I felt like we definitely had a car capable of winning. Uh, just uh, need a little bit of track position. David, talk about having to run Friday night. Just the, the mentality of you can't just sit back. You're not locked in. You have to stay focused on the track. You know you want to finish top four, so you go to the A main on Saturday. Talk about how, as a driver, that just changes your whole week. Yeah, it's definitely uh, not something I like. I definitely, hopefully, don't have to run the Friday night portion for a long time again. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's all or nothing if you don't transfer out of that or, or the finish in the top four to lock yourself in. Uh, you're going to have a really, really hard time of uh, transferring through that B, which which Parker Price Miller did start in 11. Um, but, you know, a couple fast guys up front, uh, McFadden had a flat and flipped, and then Austin McCarl had a flat and had to go to the work area as well. So um, it, it's so hard to do in, in those laps and against the competition. But, um, yeah, you know, I've been spoiled. Um all my weeks have been fairly easy as far as not having to race Friday and could enjoy myself. And this year I had uh, dad duty and uh, didn't go out and party at all till after Saturday night because uh, there wasn't much to party for. So I had to, I had to stay sharp and uh, make sure I brought my A game on Friday. You have the heat race dust up there that puts you out of commission in the heat race. Um, and, and someone else, I think it was Justin Peck, had similar problems, uh, and they just trailered it. You decided to come out and run the C main. Was it a matter of was it a matter of getting more seat time? Was it a matter of learning more? Was it a matter of thinking you could run the table and up into the A main? What what was the mindset at that point to go out and run that C main on Wednesday night? Yeah, I just never give up. Um, the car was broken; it was not right, um, but we still put together the car as best we could and um being in that c main was definitely a huge buzz kill um if it was just strictly back on time i would have started on the pole to b main and that would be a different story but uh with 24 cars in the b and only 12 laps uh, we knew our chances were slim but uh we were hoping for a miracle or try to do something nobody's done in a really long time so uh, we just did the best we could and and that's what it was and we could go to bed at night knowing we tried our hardest so um, yeah, that I guess that was our train of thought there. 
David, you said that this second place finish felt a lot better than last year's second place finish because you were the hard charger came from 22nd. Going into Saturday night, was that was it kind of nice not to have the pressure of starting on the pole? I mean, obviously, we know that's where you would have loved to start. But when you start kind of at the back, you have nowhere to go but but forward. Is that kind of nice, like a little bit of an underdog feeling? I don't know if it's a good feeling. You definitely have less pressure. Yeah. Um, but it's more like defeating in the sense of, man, I probably don't have a chance at winning a Knoxville Nationals and I have to wait a whole nother year. So um, I was talking about it a little bit with Brad. He was starting 16th, I believe. So, um, you know, he knew his chances were slim as well. So um, definitely a lot of pressure uh, starting up front at a Knoxville Nationals, but that's why we do it. And we want to put ourselves in position to win these races. And, you know, this year there was no surprise starters that started in the first couple rows. You know, you had... Rico, Donnie, um, Kyle, and Macedo and Shuhart, you know, top five, you know, pretty much five of the best guys, um, you know, in the country starting up front and, and been the fastest guys all year. So um, it's just a tough race to win. It's a long race. A lot of things change. And um, yeah, just uh, I would like to start up front next year. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're with you on that. Starting up front is definitely the best option. That is for sure, as far as that goes. What was the, what we, unfortunately, we didn't make it out to Knoxville this year. What was the vibe like out there? And I know you were busy. You had dad duty and and some struggles, but uh, was, was, was the vibe good? Was the party good out there at Knoxville all week long? Yeah, they did some improvements this year. Um, I wasn't part of the autograph session for the locked in drivers because that was on Friday, but I was there for the drivers meeting and uh, they started us like in turn one and they did like a marching band uh, for us to go into the uh, drivers meeting, which that and all the press conferences were in the the pole barn there uh, by where you get your pit passes and they had the big stage set up there with a bunch of lights and really, really strong uh, audio with a lot of bass and stuff like that. So that was cool. Um, they had a concert there after the races Saturday night in that same barn with that same stage. Um, but, I mean, during hot laps on Saturday night, you know, it was only, you know, 7.30 and, and the stands were completely packed. Everybody was in their seats already. So yeah. a lot of people. Uh, weather, I thought it was going to be a cool Knoxville. It ended up being about just as warm as always. It feels <laughs> like today, like chilly and cold, like only 70 degrees. Um, but, of course, it was hot and humid all week. Um, but it was definitely a good vibe. Obviously, I didn't go out and enjoy myself as much, but I went out to three and four after the races Saturday, and, and that was all good. And um, I know some in three and four on night one, I uh, hit a cop car and blew the back window out of a cop car with a with a, a Dodge Dually. So that I I missed that there live. But um, yeah, there's there's always fun stuff going on. But I went to the kid zone like I do every year, and then Tony Bachoven had his little show taking place, your guys' Wing Nation thing, and that seemed pretty good. So, um, yeah, uh, Knoxville doing a great job. The fireworks display that they had, uh, you know, for the four wide was amazing. Um, and, you know, Knoxville's the number one in the country in sprint car racing, hands down. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, someone tweeted on Sunday morning, sides bar and grill remains undefeated. So <laughs> it was uh, turn three and four was rocking all week long. David, hang in there. Everyone else stick around more with David Gravel in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. 
Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Enjoying our time with David Gravel. And David, want to go off the racetrack this time uh, a little bit. I was uh, bebopping around the web and saw country singer Dustin Lynch wearing big game, big game tree stand gear, David Gravel gear. We're in the wide world of sports. How did, how did this deal come together with you and, and, and Dustin Lynch? Yeah, so uh, Todd Quaring's old pilot is currently Dustin's pilot, part-time, I believe. And uh, he's a big uh, race fan, and uh, Dustin, I believe his dad, I believe it's his dad, ran like a micro sprint when he was younger, and he showed me a picture and did go to the dirt races when he was a little kid, and I believe they were traveling from Nashville, uh, somewhere north of Ohio, and they were going like nearly right through where Eldora was going to be, and uh, they decided, decided to stop there, and uh, had had him in our suite or in Todd's suite at Eldora and uh, saw him after the races. And um, yeah, he gave him a full tour of the trailer, showed him what it was all about and all the equipment, and how, all the preparation. And then like a couple weeks later, Lake Okaboji in Iowa, where Todd has a house, uh, he was actually performing at concert. And uh, that's when he wore the shirt, uh, gave him the shirts at Eldora. And then he wore it for that concert that he was doing there. So uh, pretty cool. He's supposed to come this week at Knoxville, but had some flights get delayed and wasn't able to make it out here. But uh, yeah, he, he seemed like a really cool guy, down to earth guy, and uh, hopefully we'll see him again. How neat is that? David, your social media is is awesome. I love following it, your video vlogs that you do and the stuff with your family, your mom and dad, your son, your wife. How how has that been for you? What is the reaction from the fans? I mean, when I click on them, there's always been a gazillion views. But how important is that to you and, and to your fans? Yeah, it's it's been great. You know, I get so much feedback from the fans in person. Uh, they all say they love my videos or watch my YouTube videos or uh, just love everything we post. And nowadays, everybody loves the short 10-second, 30-second videos, and we try to post those a lot. And uh, just engage with the fans and keep them active uh, with our channels. So uh, Carter and I, I feel like, do a pretty good job with it and definitely work pretty hard at it for the amount of time that we have. And um, it definitely pays off, I think, with my popularity, my brand, uh, the T-shirt sales, um, you know, getting Houston Speedway out there and all our marketing partners out there. I think it's, it's just good for everything and everybody. So it's just it's healthy for our sport, getting the name out there and, I've had several people come up to me and say, I, I never went to a sprint car race until I saw your videos, or I haven't been in 30 years and saw your videos and I came. So it is working. I don't know how many new people I've brought. Um, definitely not as many as Kyle Larson, but I feel like uh, I'm building my name up and I'm pretty proud of it. You mentioned uh, your son, Levi. Uh, I saw recently on your social media that Levi did his first wing dance earlier this summertime. Um, how is he? He's he. What's he? He's over a year now. Is he is he starting to understand what dad does and a little bit about the racetrack? So he's 10 months, not quite a year yet. October 10th is his birthday. So um, I don't think so. He just learned how to clap last night or Saturday night. And uh he, he's doing good. He's eating regular food, people food now, and uh, a little bit of everything. But 
I don't think he understands yet. He loves cars. He loves tires. We had a golf cart where we were staying at, and he loves riding on the golf cart. So we're probably in big trouble for sure. But um, I don't think he understands it quite yet. He's typically sleeping by the feature, and then uh, when everybody's screaming and stuff, uh, they wake him up, and he's awake after the races. But um, not yet. He's not walking yet either. He's, he's really, really close, but he's saying mama and dada and he could stand up anywhere he wants, just just not taking actual steps yet, but uh, he's doing great. You know, being a parent obviously changes things a lot. You mentioned that you didn't get your time maybe at the dingus or turn three and four. But really, when you think about parenthood, what is, is there something that surprised you or something that you didn't expect or things that you really enjoyed now being a father? Um, well, it's definitely hard uh, when it's just <laughs> you and your wife and you know, you don't have that much of a support system around you. I have, you know, part of Jill's side of her mom's family there. Um, but, you know, I don't have my parents. We don't have Jill's dad and, uh, you know, grandparents really around. So it makes it, it makes it definitely tough. You gotta have a lot of patience. There's a lot of hormones flowing. There's all sorts of things. No sleep. Um, that's a big thing is your sleep schedule. Me and her love to sleep. Uh, we definitely aren't morning people. So that's an adjustment for both of us to get less sleep than we're used to. Um, but it's, it's been a learning experience. It's been awesome. I love kids. Jill loves kids. Uh, Levi's been awesome. You know, as good of a kid as you could have. I mean, he's just always happy. Um, even when he's sick, he's happy. He loves people. He loves dogs. So um, we're really, really blessed. But uh, I think just to me, just maturing and learning patience. Well, that'll do it. That's for yeah. sure. I don't mean to get the cart ahead of the horse. Right now you can do zone coverage, mom and dad on one. If you opt to have a second one, it becomes man on man. And boy, it gets even crazier at that point. It really does. But uh, I love, I love, uh, I, I just thought that was so cool when I saw Levi up on the wing with you doing the dance. That's for sure. The World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car schedule keeps right on rolling. We don't just pack it up after Knoxville. We move to another one of your big races, the Jackson Nationals, the Agco Jackson Nationals, 45th running of it. Um, just talk a little bit about what your team owner and the track owner there, Todd, has done and how that has grown into one of the big ones across the tour as well. Uh, yeah, you know, Jackson is a beautiful facility, put so much money into it. And it's a good week for us because we're only 20 minutes down the road. It's the closest racetrack to our shop. And um, yeah, I, we're, we're excited. I haven't won that event yet, and but I felt like we've been really, really good there. So we'd definitely like to get us to Jackson Nationals. It's one like Logan Schuhart wins quite a bit. So. Hopefully, uh, you know, we could get ours this year, but um, Jackson's a, a, a cool place. Just It's such a small town. Um, you know, hopefully a lot of people that are going to Houston's tomorrow night or from the Nationals are going uh, this weekend. Uh, there's so much racing going on, but uh, Jackson's uh, a really, really nice facility. Just as nice as really anywhere in the country. So uh, excited to uh, put on a show with, with Todd and uh, see what we could do. Well, you did good the last time you were at one of his tracks, picking up the High Banks Nationals. So maybe you can uh, back that up with the Jackson Nationals title as well. David, we truly appreciate the time we get to spend with you. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. There we go. That's David Gravel joining us here on Wing Nation. Stay with us more in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. 
Kickoff for the Sage Fruits Gadget Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Steve Post and Aaron Evernham here. Boy, David Gravel, um, really, really cool. Always love our visits with him, whether it's talking about racing or family or <laughs> everything else. Uh, he's just, a, he is really, really a neat guy, that is for sure. Yeah, he certainly gives a, a very candid interview and a little bit more of the behind the scenes, certainly with his social media, but even when he's on the air with us, he gives us just a little bit more insight into his real life. And it's it's always nice to, to talk to him and see he ended up, you know, making a tough start to a week, ended in pretty darn good. Yep. And so there you have it. The Knoxville Nationals is wrapped up for another year, and the hopes and dreams of everyone are tucked away <laughs> and counting down until everyone rolls back into the famed Marion County Fairgrounds and gives it another run in August of next year. There were some other races and other winners, and this is a continuing story that is getting more and more attention. Freddie Raymer picked up wins 13 and 14. A big diamond on Friday night. Williams Grove took it off. Lincoln did not take off his 11th win of the season. Aaron, somebody said, this reminds me of some other guy named Raymer <laughs> back in the day when he'd roll in and get double-digit wins at these tracks. Freddie has got Lincoln figured out. He really does. And it's funny you say that because I was thinking the same thing. Like, hmm, it reminds me of another Fred Raymer. And you almost took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it really is amazing. It really, truly is. Mentioned this one on our show as well earlier. The Phil Walter Memorial, Clinton County. Um, Dale Blaney picked up the win, and you know, Dale stepped away from the spore and stepped back in, and it's his third win of the season. Dale I love Blaney, that. Dale Blaney is, is carving out a pretty good little season in his part time gig, and I think that's awesome. I love it. I mean, it was just like seeing Dave get the podium finish with the World of Outlaws. It's always great to see a Blaney doing well. Yes, it really truly is. That is for sure. Okay, so that wraps up the weekend past, the weekend coming up. We talked a little bit with David Gravel about this the World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, 45th Annual Ag Code Jackson Nationals, Jackson Motorplex, Thursday and Friday, 10 grand to win, Saturday, 25 grand to win. Aaron, you raced at Jackson back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget your reaction when we pulled in to the new Jackson Motorplex. You were checking your GPS to see if I, you even arrived I at the same place. I thought we were lost. What Todd has and all of his people have done to that place is amazing. And like, like you said, I pulled in. I'm like, this is not this is not the Jackson I know. But I love this race. I love its new spot on the calendar. I think that we're going to see even more competition. And, and I love what they did to the track. They shortened it from yep. when we first started going there. So and I think it produces some great racing. Produces great racing, and there's a little place off from turn number one <laughs> called the Penalty Box that produces great stories. Yeah. yeah. Been there a time or Been two. Been there a time or two also. So if you are in the area, if you're up in that part of the country, get to Jackson Motorplex this weekend. You will not be disappointed with the racing, the social atmosphere, the party, and, of course, it's the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. All-Star Circuit of Champions, they're headed to your old stomping grounds, Aaron. Friday night, Outlaw Speedway in Dundee. Saturday, New Utica, Rome. Sunday, Sealands Grove. Boy, some really, really neat racetracks up there yeah. in upstate New York. And Sealands Grove, but upstate New York, some cool yeah. tracks. Yeah, like you said, those are my old stomping grounds. First place I ever raced a sprint car was Utica, Rome. Really? Yep. Nice. Nice stuff. Uh, they're racing for ten grand to win on Saturday night at Utica, Rome. Sealands Grove has ten grand to win on uh, Sunday afternoon. So, uh, a lot of money on the line for the All-Stars as they get back up into it. As we're recording this, it sounds like Sunshine is leaning toward coming back to racing. 
We'll see. Absolutely. But uh, as we're recording it, it seems like he's yeah. progressing well, and we are glad about that. Finally, Port Royal, the dream race, not one, but two 25-lap features, both paying 10 grand to win. They've combined a couple of things with Rainout. Also, yep. the Greg Hodnett Classic is part of this. Any race in honor of Greg Hodnett is a race you want to win as a racer Absolutely. and a race we're all in favor for. So really for good sure. stuff. True legend. Yeah, no doubt about it. Really, truly is amazing. That is for sure. Port Royal, twin, 25 lap features. Again, 10 grand to win each one of them. We appreciate David Gravel for joining us here on the program. Uh, those of you that follow along, Aaron and I do a digital program. You can find that at wingnation.com or all of our Wing Nation social channels as well. So appreciate David Gravel and appreciate you joining us this time on Wing Nation. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.